Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Still Podcast or on Instagram at Still Waiting underscore podcast. Or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E R N I E dash. Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie C., back at you again for another week of Weird shit that went down this weekend. Good shit that went down this weekend. Uh, I'm not going to so much talk about my past week because it's really boring. It's about work and stuff like that. So, I mean, the same old shit. Different week. Um, but how is your week week going, guys? How's your weekend? Happy Halloween, by the way. I better get that out of the way. I don't have to wear a mask because right now I have a zit in my nose that's making me look like the hunchback of Notre Dame, or Notre Dame, whatever the hell you want to call them. Uh, I get these zits in my nose every so often, and they suck, especially when, like, I feel like it's getting infected. (laughs) So, like, my nose is all blown up. Um, so yeah, uh, jeez. What did I want to get into this week? Other than Mark Norman, I'm going to talk a lot about that. Uh, oh, man, it's just been a it's been a weird day. It's been a kind of a stressful day, even though my kid was fantastic. He told me he said something that kind of like broke my heart a little bit. But I just like I had to expect it one way or another. Eventually, don't worry, guys, he's not gay. He's not coming out of the closet yet. I don't think. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just, he shared some news with me, and I was just like, oh, shit, okay, well, damn, that's gonna suck. Um, but yeah, uh, in other news, I even saw my ex-girlfriend today, and she came and brought me some stuff, including my key to my house, and we kind of, like, reconnected a little bit. It it was good to see her, it was, I mean, I, I... like I said in the previous episodes, I have nothing bad to say about her. She was an amazing girlfriend. It's just I had to I had to be realistic with myself where I was I don't think I was ever gonna meet her expectations. Um but you know, like the whole it's not you, it's me thing, the shit that I always hated hearing whenever a girlfriend broke up with me. <laughs> it's just like I had to actually be the one saying that to her and it just it sucks. It's not a good feeling. Um but yeah, so, but it was good seeing her and she, I mean, who knows, who knows what will happen down the road. Maybe we'll reconnect again and, um, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll patch things up. Seems like, I mean, she's pretty open to it, but you know, I have to be willing to do the same, but it's going to have to having to, it's going to have to take a lot of effort from me if I, if I want to pursue that road ever again. Um, but other than that, it was great seeing her and I do miss her a lot. Of course I miss her. I miss, you know, bullshitting with her. I miss laughing with her. I miss, you know, the good times, of course. Um, 
you know, anytime you see those people, you just think of the good times. And it, it sucks because it's just like, man, all that just kind of kind of comes flashing back at you. You know, I did the same thing with my ex-wife when we were first, you know, splitting up. Um, but, you know, that it is what it is. And who knows what will happen down the road. Oh, boy. What happened this weekend? Oh, well, yeah, like I said, I was going to talk about Mark Norman, and I'm going to talk about that pretty extensively right now. Oh, actually, before I get into that, uh, the another shitty thing that happened this weekend, well, actually, this past week, li- going into this weekend, is I noticed that I started getting fruit flies in my house, and then they just started accumulating. So right now, like, my house is kind of a swarm of fruit flies. I don't mean to gross you guys out, but it's just, like, I had to Google, like, fruit fly traps. I had to Google, like, what the hell attracts fruit flies. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's in the name, fruit. So I had over-ripened fruit lying out, and they started coming. So the past few days I've had to eat shit and freaking eat out. No pun intended, ladies. Uh... But yeah, it's just, uh, it, I finally got some fruit fly traps. They seem to be working. I want to get these motherfuckers out of my house so I can actually like, you know, cook food again and eat good food instead of eating shit all the time, making me fatter and fatter by the day. (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, And then, yeah, like I did a massive amount of Googling about fruit flies the past couple of days, like, what the hell? What attracts them here? Oh, yeah, and eventually, oh, yeah, and they also, like, lay eggs. So that's why they come in swarms. It's because, like, a meat, the second one pops up, it just starts dumping on me. And, yeah, more fruit flies come. <laughs> but I'm getting these fuckers taken care of, okay? They are going to get the fuck out of my house. Uh, yeah, I couldn't be more determined to get these little bastards out of my house and kill them all. All right, so I'm, yeah, I'm actually going to break down my entire day about what, like, leading up to going to the Mark Norman show. First off, shout out to my boss who freaking gave me the entire day off, even though I requested half the day off. (laughs) I just requested for half the day so I could just go to Portland early, but he gave me the entire day off. I think it was just a mistake, but, you know, whatever. I just took the day off, dropped my kid off back at home because he had a cold, and then I just kind of got myself kind of mentally prepared for the day. Like, I was ready for some good laughs, ready to see Mark Norman. Um, did a couple things I needed to do before I needed to go up to Portland, like change my freaking headlight because I didn't want to get pulled over on the way back from Portland in the freaking at 10 o'clock at night with only one headlight. Had to go get that replaced. And then, well, anyway, after. I'm just going to cut the bullshit. (laughs) I decided to take a trip to Tualatin first because I've been meaning to stop by this fast food restaurant that I started, that started catching my attention within the last year. Uh, Dave's hot chicken, their Instagram always popped up on my, on my feed for some reason. I was like, damn, that, that food looks really, really good. And I started following them and eventually they said that they were building a, uh, Tualatin branch or whatever franchise whatever the hell you want to call it (laughs) and so um 
I went up there for lunch and stopped by at Dave's Hot Chicken. And holy shit, it is some of the best chicken I've ever had in my life. So good. Um, I got the extra hot, which is like one step below the Reaper, which is the hottest. And I got the sliders. And I'm glad I only got the sliders because my plan was to actually get sliders and the slider meal and uh, the slider meal and a chicken tender. But I was like, fuck, after the two sliders and the fries, I was just like, I felt like massive shit, but it was so good. So good. Some of the juiciest chicken I've ever had in my life. The spice was perfect. Um, they're basically like in and out but the chicken version of in and out because their menu was so basic. I don't know if they had secrets, secret stuff on their menu, but it was basically just three meals and then like sides that you could choose. And... Yeah, I just got the two sliders and the fries, and oh my gosh, it hit the spot. And I didn't even have to eat for the rest of the day, because I was just like, if I eat any more, I am going to feel like, I don't know, I should jump off a bridge because of how fat I felt after just the two sliders. And you know, Portland's chock full of bridges to jump off of. (laughs) Um, But uh, it was a delicious, such a good meal. I, I recommend Dave's Hot Chicken to anybody in Oregon. Make the trip. They're really, really good. I can see why they are be popping up everywhere. Like, I think they're go- they're breaking out of the West Coast, and I hear that they're, like, going towards the Midwest now. Um, but they are fantastic. Like, yeah, like I said, some of the best chicken I've ever had in my life. And the sliders with the coles- had coleslaw on it, and they even put cheese on it. So good. Perfect meal to start off the day and end the day kind of, you know, for as meal wise. Um, but anyway, I got to Portland way a little or little too early. So I like parked my car. My plan was to, you know, eventually just walk up to a random stranger girl, like a hot chick somewhere at like a coffee shop and see if she wanted to go on like a little brief date. But I forgot I forgot about where this was in Southeast Portland. And yeah, there were no hot chicks like anywhere. <laughs> no random girls to like just sit there and walk up like, hey, you're kind of cute. Uh, would you mind spending just a couple hours with me just to have a few good laughs? I'll buy his drinks. And then, you know, we can like you can part way. We can part ways. You can go home. I'll just leave you alone. Never ask for your number. You'll never see me again. No, these the girls in Southeast Portland are the ones that have armpit hair and freaking, you know, the door knocker nose rings. Every, by the way, every fucking girl has that now. And like, I gotta say, some girls can fucking pull it off. I, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna shit on the door knocker, um, nose ring, but some of it, some of it looks pretty good. Others, you know, you look like a fucking bull. Um, (laughs) and you know, given it's Southeast Portland where all the hippies are, Yeah, they all look like fucking bulls. Um, So, yeah. So, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to cut my losses and just go to the Mark Norman show solo. And it was actually, like, it was better than I expected. Because what ended up happening was they they got my ticket and they're like, oh, okay. You know, it says you got two. Is it just you? I'm like, yeah, it's just me. I didn't think anything of it. I was like thinking like they they were going to give me both tickets, but I was just going to walk away with, you know, while well, I was going to, uh, what was it? What was I going to say? I don't even remember. 
I was going to just keep both the tickets, but they just decided to keep the other one that I bought. And, um, so I was, and I ended up being the first one in there, first one to be seated in the, in the showroom, in the room. And they sat me down They're like, okay, we're going to see the other people here, blah, 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 blah. They gave me all the rules about the masks and whatnot. And what was so fucking cool, by the way, what was so fucking cool about the mask thing? Because, yeah, they, they just tell you the policies, but they basically will say, do you want water? So you can just basically keep your mask down the entire time. They're like, oh, yeah, only keep your mask up. Keep your mask up all the time unless you're drinking or eating something. So they're just like, do you want water? I'm like, yeah, give me water. Give me a whiskey, a whiskey sour. And I made, you know, I got a couple of refills on the water. It was awesome. So I just kept the mask down the entire time, as well as, like, I think everybody in the show did, (laughs) in the audience did. Um, It was really, really fucking cool. Like, I don't know, like, I think the policy is more of just a formality, and they really could fucking care less, because I think everybody's just fucking sick of this shit. And (laughs) it was was awesome. Well, anyway, they sat me down at the table. They're like, okay, by the way, you know, you're going to be joining up. Other people are going to be joining you here. I'm like, that's fine. It's at a table. I'm, it makes sense. You know, you have to fill the room. And um, then an, they bring another guy who was by himself. He sits with he sits with me. We started kind of like talk, chit-chatting a little bit. Kind of like just like breaking the ice. Like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And then another guy comes and sits down with us. And, and, uh, he was really chatty. Like, so we started really breaking the ice, all of us. And then a fourth guy comes and sit with, sits with us. And that was our table, just me and three single dudes. And it was funny because we all had similar stories as to, we had plus ones, but we like pretty much broke up with them. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Like we all bought two tickets, but for some reason, our plus ones uh, were not were not there with us, and the one guy, the chat, the chatterbox that sat with us, the the third guy, he he told me like he's like, oh yeah, I actually called them a couple weeks ago, telling them that I bought two tickets, but um, I was it was only going to be me, and if I could just use the ticket for another show, and they were like, yeah, and so that gave me an idea, like, oh shit, I should go ask about that. So I actually went and asked them about that, but I think I kind of, like I said, I had to cut my losses because I guess I didn't buy the ticket insurance, which I always thought was a huge scam. <laughs> I was just like, as soon as they told me like, oh, did you buy the ticket insurance? I knew I didn't, but I was like, I don't think I did. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll just check. Thinking like they would be cool. Like, oh, you didn't buy it, but you know, it's fine. You know, go ahead and use it for another show. Let us know what show you want to go to. But no, she was she was a stickler for the rules. She's like, yeah, you didn't buy the ticket insurance, so sorry. So I just had to suck it up. Had to be like, okay, well, whatever. Because I was really wanting to go see another show that was popping up in a few weeks. Uh, Joe List, who is Mark Norman's co-host for uh, their podcast, Tuesdays with Stories, which is a really, really fucking funny podcast. Because they just, they just talk about the most random shit, and they are both comedians, and they're hilarious. I was hoping to go to that show, the Joe List show, but, uh, oh well, no big deal. Um, but shout out to the two Ryans and the Brandon that sat with us or sat with me because 
Seriously, I was thinking I was just going to be the total introvert. But we were all huge comedian or comedy fans that we were just like talking about all these comedians that we love, like Tom Segura, freaking Christina P., uh, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr. Like we were naming that we were naming all sorts of names and we were just laughing like crazy. Um, just having a blast before the show even started. And, um, because like, I mean, even, I think even Alicia will tell you, like, I'm still kind of like an introvert around strange. I'm a, I'm an, uh, I'm an introvert when it comes to like talking to people, even though we like share a, a similar, like views on comedy or even like metal. Like I'm still kind of like, eh, okay, I'm, I'm just kind of in my own bubble. But these guys like broke that fucking bubble immediately because we were just laughing, we were making jokes, we were talking about comedy, excited for Mark Normand. Um, oh, and a sh- big shout out to my ex coworker Casey who was there. Him and I have been connecting for the past year, and we—he's a huge comedy fan. He used to work in transport with me, and he asked me if I was going to Mark Norman, and that he would because he was going to be there, and. It's like, oh, hell yeah, like, it'll be good to see seeing you there, man. And we actually saw each other. We were, like, waving at each other. But <laughs> he made a hilarious joke because he was watching me with those dudes. And he was like, are you getting your grinder on? <laughs> oh, fucking cracked me up. That guy, he's hilarious. I miss that dude. Him and I, like, never really connected when we were working in transport. Like, we'd always just, like, walk by each other and kind of, like, give, us, give each other, like, a nod. Like, hey, what's up? But, like, I don't know. I think... The last year, I think he know he knew something was up with me, like in regards to like my divorce and stuff like that, and he was just being friendly and like checked in on me, and we just started talking about everything, talking about you know our likes. Like he loves Michael Myers just as much as me, and loves comedy, and it was just it was it was such a nice like breath of fresh air to see like a familiar face. And another thing, actually, now that I forgot about, now that I remember. Now that I forgot about it, uh, I actually ran into two familiar faces from high school before I entered the venue. Uh, they these people were like high school sweethearts, and I remember them. Like I used to have a crush on the girl; she was gorgeous. But I ran into you know the couple, the high school sweethearts that I've known for like twenty plus years, and it was so nice to see them too. I was like, damn, like what is happening? <laughs> I didn't like it. Portland's a big city and you don't expect to see familiar faces from your like hometown. Um, but it was really, really nice seeing them too. So shout out to Elston and Robin. It was good seeing you guys for the brief fucking second that I saw you guys. And sorry if I was rude because I was in the middle of a golf game waiting in line <laughs> and I was just like talking to you, looking down, talking to them. Uh, I felt like such a prick after they left. I was like, oh, shit. I, did I really just do that? Like, I wasn't I wasn't nice enough just to put my phone down for five fucking seconds and, like, say what's up to these people. No, but they were hella cool. Uh, but anyway, back to the show. Uh, the opener was, well, she was the MC, the mic, whatever. But she was kind of the opener. And then they had another opener. And she, she was funnier than the MC, the 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 girl that had like five to 10 minutes, she was kind of funny. Um, but there was a surprise feature act, which I remember seeing this guy. He, he started following me on Instagram and I didn't know who he was. He even had the blue check mark. I was like, who the fuck is Ari Manis? And so I like started following him and I actually looked at a couple of his clips and I was like, damn, this guy's actually pretty funny. 
Well, it turns out he was opening for Mark Norman that night. And I was like, oh, damn, Ari Manis is here. And I got to say, guys, I've seen quite a few comedy shows in the past five, six, seven, eight years, whatever. And, and, uh, and, um, um, the openers that I've seen in the past and that, in that time frame, I'm just going to say that never have really torn the house down until fucking Ari Manis opened up the show that night or featured for Mark Norman. He, tore the roof down i mean he fucking everybody in that room was busting up laughing he was making fun of anybody that was wearing masks he made freaking alec baldwin jokes he made trans jokes he made even a little bit of racial jokes and they were fucking hilarious that guy he's gonna be at mark mark norman's level soon i will say that he he was fucking hilarious it was just a killer like warm-up to what was about to come which was mark norman and, like, he just tore the roof off the place. Everybody was just crying, laughing with him, and including me. But, like, he, he made sex jokes. He made... What what I love is, like, the what I love about a lot of comedy, the, a lot of the comedians that I'm into, is that they can sit there and talk politics, but they don't, because they don't fucking care. And... People, I, I'm not intrigued by anybody that uses politics in their stand-up comedy. It actually is a, is a big turnoff to me. But, uh, like, they'll throw in a few subtle jabs. It, maybe at Donald Trump, maybe at Joe Biden, and then that'll be it. Because they have so much more to talk about in their own lives. And that's what I love. Like, stuff that you can relate to instead of bitch about. Like, like oh, okay, like I'm not the only one that feels this way about you know, something that's going on in my life that's similar to his, like, and I don't know, it's just, he was hella good, and I'm, I'm really, like, I'm excited for Ari Manis, he's gonna, he's gonna go places for sure, now, to fuck the main event, right, fucking Mark Norman, oh my gosh, I thought, you know, Ari Manis did tear down the roof for sure, and I thought it was gonna be hard to follow, but it's Mark Norman, Mark Norman's hilarious, he went on for about 45 minutes of just Alec Baldwin jokes, you know, trans jokes, uh, uh, making fun of Portland, saying that they are scary, like they're progressive, but they're scary. And I don't know, it was just a lot of good jokes. And then he decided to do something that no other comedian I've, not in my time of seeing stand-up comedy, were, uh, that no stand-up comedian's ever done, which is they take, like, the last 10 minutes because, like, they pretty much finished their material. And he decided to, like, hey, anybody got questions for me? And he did, like, the whole, like, just people started asking him questions about his engagement with his woman. He made jokes about that. Uh, He, I don't know. And it actually kind of lit something up in me because I'm always one to just sit there and watch instead of just being one of those people that disrupt a show and ask a question, but everybody's having fun. I decide to like start bringing up shit. You know, I brought up two's gay, which is a term that they used on Tuesdays with stories. That's what he calls their fans, like total two's gays. And so I just shouted out two's gay because I'm a huge fan of the, the show. And he gave me a shout out. And then I decided to bring up an old story 
because everybody was asking about his, you know, his engagement and whatnot and about his woman. I decided to bring up an old fling of his that he brought up on a show called This Is Not Happening. You got to YouTube this. It's it's only like a 15 minute clip of him telling a story. Um, and it's about it's usually about bad stuff happening <laughs> to, to, uh, to comedians. It's a really funny clip about how he talked about having sex with his college professor, Mrs. Fritz. And it is a really funny story because it's, it, it just, it's something that you would never expect as a guy to bang your college professor. It's always the girls that are banging their professors, right? Well, I decided to ask him, you know, how's Mrs. Fritz? And he kind of just like, oh, he got a little, I, I felt like I kind of put him on the spot when I asked that and I feel really, really bad. And he just started, like, he kind of like, oh, yeah, Mrs. Fritz, she's an old hag. And then people, I think, in the audience didn't even know what I was talking about when I said Mrs. Fritz. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's just an old story where, you know, I banged my college professor. But check it out, guys. It's on This Is Not Happening. It's on YouTube. You can definitely watch it. He has two clips on YouTube of This Is Not Happening. And they're both fucking hilarious. Um... But Mark Norman, I, I I love the guy. I can't wait to see where he goes after this because that was the club where I first saw Tom Segura at, where I saw Christina P at, um, and now Tom Segura is in fucking arenas now, which is insane. So is Bill Burr. So I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna go see these people again now. And so see them while they are hitting the clubs, because once they hit the arena setting, like Kevin Hart. I don't think it'll ever be as special as it is, you know, when you're in a room full of like, with like two to three hundred people, and it's just a club setting. People are just want the the comedians like right there, like not even ten feet away from you. It's fucking killer. Um, but after the show, after that was all said and done, he said, "I'll meet everybody out there," and he it was easy meeting him. Like I thought I was going to buy something. No, I just walked right up to him. Within five minutes of the show ending, I just walked right up to him. And I was just like, hey, what's up, man? I'm a huge fan. And he's like, oh, and I pulled up my phone. Of course, I have to take a selfie photo. And I'm horrible at taking selfie photos because I can't, I don't know. I just like my thumb can't hit the button right whenever I'm like on the spot with somebody. <laughs> like I'm sitting there pre- like pressing down on my screen and nothing's happening. And then finally the flash goes off. I'm like, oh, there it is. And. And, uh, you know, I shook his hand. I'm like, I'm a huge fan. That was great. And he's like, oh, thanks for coming out. And we called it a night. That was, that was a good, a good way to start the weekend. I mean, just, it's so nice. You know, I, last, last month when I went to the Megadeth show, it was nice to finally go to a metal show and finally like be around people and, that enjoy the same things that you do. Metal music and all that stuff. Well, this time it was like I finally got to go back to a comedy show and enjoy comedy with not only seeing, you know, somebody that I like have looked up to for like the last six months since I've heard of them pretty much. Um but it was just nice to, you know, connect with people I didn't know. So again, shout out to the two Ryans and Brandon. You guys were fucking amazing company. Uh I got one of the Ryan's phone numbers because he sent me like comedians I should look up. He texted me. 
don't know, maybe I'll hit him up when I'm in Portland again because he was a fucking cool dude. Um, but yeah, and shout out to Casey again. I love seeing you, dude. I love talking to you. We, like, I wanted to buy him a drink, but of course he's sober now, and I, I'm very proud of anybody that, you know, needs to be sober because that is awesome. I, I'm never one of those people that will pressure anybody to do something that they had a problem with, and yeah, that's just not not who I am, and I will always, like, totally respect anybody that wants to be sober. It's just, I would have bought him a Coke. I would have bought him something. I don't know. I would have bought him a line of Coke. Whatever. <laughs> it's just, um, but yeah, it was good seeing Casey. It was good meeting new people. It was good just being at a stand up being at a stand up comedy show is a, is a special thing and i think a lot of people should experience that especially if you love comedy um but thank you mark norman for seriously making my weekend thank you ari manis you guys fucking killed it cannot wait to see you guys again hopefully it'll still be in a small setting i don't imagine mark norman will be do, doing small settings much longer he'll probably break out and be doing theaters and and if he's lucky because like it comedy is comedy is weird because I feel, I feel like it's you have to really bust your ass for fucking decades before you get theaters before before you get arenas I don't know but Mark Norman will for sure be in theaters not not too much longer he's supposed to be on Joe Rogan soon and I, I can't wait to hear that episode um but Ari Manis, for sure, will be doing clubs for a bit. And I, I'll definitely go back and see him. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan of his. He 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 killed it. All right. Enough talking about Mark Norman and Ari Manis. And, you know, basically just one day this week. The one day that made my week so much better than it has been. Oh, gosh. Um, You know, I'm not going to talk much longer. I'm going to talk about the Ducks. And then talk about, or go into Angel's Corner. Wow, I can't believe I've been doing this for a half hour already. Just talking about Mark Norman, you know, freaking jerking him off for the last 25 minutes. Um, yeah, the Oregon Ducks. They fucking finally had a convincing win this weekend. About fucking time. Oh my god. Like, it was nice to kind of feel like, oh, the Oregon Ducks are finally back, even though they they should be undefeated right now, but they are not. They I'm still holding that Stanford loss. At, I'm still holding it to heart, man. It was that was a pathetic loss, and it <laughs> it frustrates me. But they handled Colorado, and I'm hoping this means that they will be somewhat back. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to turn on this Dallas game. Believe it or not, I'm watching the Dallas Cowboys. I don't like the Dallas Cowboys. My dad and my uncle loves them. I can't stand them. I used to love them as a kid. Not a fan now, but I'm hoping that they lose. <laughs> anyway, back to the Ducks. Um, but yeah, they handled Colorado. They fucking uh, made them look like little bitches, and they they presented themselves as a threat to the conference, and. Possibly to the playoffs. I hope they make the playoffs. They are not far off. I think they're number six now. We'll see. You know, we still got four weeks to see if they can even 
if they can make it to number four in the playoffs, I, I, I will be happy, but that means they'll have to face the number one team, which is Georgia, and Georgia, Georgia doesn't look like they fuck around. It looks like they would toss our little bitch, bitch asses out, out real quick. Um, but yeah, they handled them. They handled Colorado. We'll see what happens in the coming weeks. All right. I, like, I don't talk about sports that much, so give me just a couple minutes and I'll talk about sports and then we'll, then we'll just move on. We'll go to the, we'll go to Angel's Corner now. <laughs> All right. Angel Benuelos, fucking writer for my show. Coolest dude ever. Helps me. Uh, helps me. Sorry, I was reading a text. Helps keep this show going. He helps me, like, I don't know, fucking want to commit suicide <laughs> with some of the questions he asked. I'm just joking, Angel. I love I love all the questions you ask. Because sometimes I'm just like, Whoa, like my head is spinning. Um, but yeah, huge shout out to Angel. Uh, let's get right into Angel's corner. Sorry if this is like the most awkward intro because I'm just like, I'm recording on my phone again. Like I'm actually liking recording on my phone now instead of on my microphone. Until I get another mic, I'm thinking about getting one of those handheld mics, and. Or it looks like I'm doing stand-up comedy, but I'm just, you know, sitting on my futon and just talking on a microphone, looking like a total psychopath, like uh, Chris Stefano or something. But let's get right into Angel's Corner. He asked quite a few. He didn't ask as much, but he asked quite a bit. Question one, have you seen Dune? No. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. I just don't know what to think about it. Um... I don't know, like, I know it's on HBO Max, maybe I'll give it a shot, I'm just, I don't know, I, I, I'm, I'm, let me read the question afterwards, do you plan on, do you plan to see it, or if you did, then do you think it was better than the original, see, I think when you asked me that yesterday, I was like, there's another one, I, like, I didn't know this was a remake or a reboot, and, so I don't know, like, Maybe I should watch it. Maybe I should give it a shot. Maybe I should find the old school one, whatever, wherever that may be. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. And maybe I'll talk about it next week on the show. How about that? Because I've been hearing a lot of people talking about it. People are pretty intrigued by it. People have been, like a lot of comedians that I've listened to on podcasts have been saying, like, it's actually really, really good. Maybe I'll give it a shot. All right. Oh, and... Yeah, Angel decided to bring back Would You Rathers. All right. Do, uh, would you rather be homeless or live in a meth house? Oof. See, morally, I'd rather be homeless. But a meth house? That means money's coming in. That means I can get skinny. That means if if I have money from you know living in a meth house and, say, I end up doing meth in a meth house, I might need a dental plan, so I'll have the money to get a dental plan. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Um, now I'll go morally. I would I would rather be homeless. As much as I like to, you know, make fun of me for make fun of myself for being fat. You know, it would be nice to get a little benefit. People see the bad in meth. 
you know, but if it, if it gets you skinny, like, I don't know. Is it really all that bad? <laughs> it's just the only thing that sucks is you lose a lot of sleep and you start itching, get sores all over your face. Um, I don't know. I've seen a lot of busted magazines. I know what they look like. Um, let's see here. Would you rather be ignored or be criticized? Uh, I'd rather be ignored. That's, that's an easy one because I feel like people ignore me anyway. (laughs) Uh, when I, when I start talking, especially if I'm, if I'm passionate about something and I need to like make a statement, I think that's when people will start turning on the ignore button. They're like, Oh, fuck this guy. Um, because sometimes I'm a little passionate in my opinions. So, but you know, I don't think it would hurt as much being ignored as it is to be criticized because I don't take criticism, even constructive criticism, very, I don't take it nicely, that's for sure. I I always take that shit to heart. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd rather be ignored. All right. Would you rather be magical in a normal world or be normal in a magical world? Um... Uh, I would go probably the latter and be normal in a magical world. I don't know, like, where you came up with that, man. (laughs) But I wouldn't want to share my magic with the normal world. That's for sure. Um, I'd rather just have a magical world surrounded me and be like, oh, you know, like, I'll turn this fucking leaf into pizza. Cool. Oh, what the fuck, Siri? <laughs> My watch just went off. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> wow. Uh, shut the fuck up, Siri. Uh, boy, Apple's probably like, what the fuck is he talking about? Magical worlds and being normal and shit? Um, <laughs> God damn it, Siri. You freaking like fucked up my mojo here. Um, all right, I'm just going to move on. That was weird. Would you rather be punished for what you didn't do or have someone take credit for, for what you did? Ooh, that's hard, man. That's, that's, that's a good one. I would rather probably, I'd probably rather be punished for what I didn't do. Cause I feel, I, it depends on what the crime is. I don't know. Like, if it was murder and I didn't do it, then I'd probably... Want, I'd rather just take have someone take the credit for what I did. I don't know, like, invent something. But if it was, like, I don't know, an elementary school crime, then I'd rather just get punished. I don't know. Would you rather be told an uncomfortable truth or a comforting lie? Uh, I feel like I get comforting lies all the time because like I say, I always make fun of myself for being fat, but then, you know, the people surrounding me are like, you're not fat. I'm just like, uh, dude, you guys don't know what it's like. Like, but then again, I see all these other freaking cows that are surrounding me. I'm like, damn, at least I'm not that fat. (laughs) I'm like, sounds judgmental. I, I am a total prick sometimes, but like, I don't know. It's just. Here I am going on rants. Sorry, guys. Um, 
yeah, I'd probably just go with the comforting lie because that's what I'm used to. <laughs> All right. Would you rather explore space or explore the deep sea? Hmm. The deep sea, I think, is more frightening than space. You know, because, I, you know, you see, I've watched a little bit of Discovery, believe it or not, guys. A little discovering my time. And, you know, they do some of those shows where they do, like, deep sea, like, I don't know, frolicking, if that's what you want to call it. And there's some fucked up looking, there's some ugly ass fish down there. And I, I honestly, I think, yeah, I'd rather go explore space. Because I know I feel like I'd, even though you're going like, what, 2,000 miles an hour uh, up into orbit, whatever, space talk. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like you wouldn't run into anything fucked up other than just space. Unless you, like, crash into, like, the space station or you freaking... A comet hit you. That would be fucked up. All right. Would you rather find your passion or your soulmate? Oof. That's tough now, man. I thought I wanted to find my soulmate... I think I still do, but I don't know. Like, I feel like I am, I have my passions, but it's just how far am I willing to go with those passions? Like, I would love to do stand-up and tour the world and all that stuff, but, like, I have to fucking get out of my comfort zone and hit the stage. By the way, I'm going to an open mic on Friday. I don't know yet. I'm I'm still fit, I'm still iffy on it, guys. I'm just I'm ter- I'm a little bitch. I'm terrified. Even though like that guy was so comforting what he told me a few a couple months ago where he's like our first sets always suck, dude. First timers always suck. So just bite bite the bullet and just fucking do it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna it's just I have to just get over myself sometimes. But right now, I think still right now, I think I'd rather find my soulmate right now. That could change in the, in the coming weeks, months, whatever. All right. Would you rather go bald or be forever cursed to have terrible haircuts? I'd rather go bald. I feel like I'm balding already. Like my, my beard is definitely balding. I need to talk to my doctor about that. I googled it the other day, other day by the way it's alopecia or whatever it's alopecia and yeah I need to I need to fucking do something about this and I feel like it is kind of spreading to up towards my hair I feel like there's already a couple bald spots on my side um but who knows but I have no problem going bald I'd much rather be bald than have terrible haircuts easily all right. Would you rather have one wish granted today or two wishes granted 10 years to your death? I don't think I understand that one. Oh, two, two wishes granted 10 years. Oh, like 10 years before I die? Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't mean to be morbid here, guys, but I'll be lucky if I live another 10 years. <laughs> Um, I think I'm not greedy or anything, so I'd probably just do one wish today. Like, 
all I want is just to be happy. Like, successful and happy. I will say that. I'll add that in there. Successful and happy. I don't care what where my success lies. I just want to be successful and happy. Is that two wishes? I don't know. I feel like that would fall under the same thing. Um, would you rather hurt someone you love or forgive someone that hurt your mom? Um, I think I would just forgive someone that hurt my mom. I mean, my mom and I, our relationship's kind of funky. And it's not, like, I'm not, like, I, I definitely want to reconnect with her. She's actually living at an assisting, uh, an assisted living home, from what I last heard. And I definitely got to go see her. But our, our relationship isn't, like, tarnished. It was at one point, but it it's since, like, has been fixed. And I'm glad that she's okay and she's alive and well and doing good for herself. It's just... Yeah, I don't even want to bring up that shit up. But, no, I'd easily forgive someone that hurt my mom. It depends on what it was, though. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know any of her boyfriends of her past. I know, like, two boyfriends of her past. And I, if I were to run into them today, like, those guys were, like, some of the coolest guys I ever met. So, um, I don't I don't think, even though one, I think, kind of did screw her over, but I think it's because she screwed him over. <laughs> uh, it's it's a long story. But I, I think I ran into him since, and him and I, like, shook hands, talked, reconnected, laughed, whatever. And it was just like, whatever. You know, the past is the past. We're good. Um, but, yeah, easily forgive someone that hurt my mom. Uh, would you rather know all the mysteries of the universe or know the outcome of every choice you make? Ooh. See, that's fucking tough, dude. Because I have so many questions that don't even involve me. Like, outside the war, Like, just everything that's... You know that, that question that you asked a couple weeks ago? Like, the most random question. I forgot what it was. But it's just like, I, yeah, I have the dumbest fucking thoughts. Like, who decided to make the letter R? Like, who decided to call it that? R. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'd rather know the outcome of every choice I make. It would... It would be helpful, that's for sure. It'd probably lead me down better paths. All right, he's done with the would you rather's, guys. Time to go into some random questions. Oof. All right. Did your ex-wife ever mind your ex-girlfriend? You know what? It's funny that you asked that because there was one time. It was, like, she never, they, believe it or not, they never met. They never met. My, my ex-girlfriend only met my dad one time in the year and a half that we were together. She never met anybody else other than my my friend Alicia and her daughter. And, but around my family, she only met my dad one time. She never met my ex-wife. But my ex-wife and I, one time, I was giving her a little bit of advice that my ex-girlfriend gave me about our son. And I even, like, said, like, this is what she's told me. And my ex-wife, of course, being who she is, she's like, I don't give a shit what she says. She's still a stranger to me. She's still a stranger to my son and blah, 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 as far as I know. I'm like, bitch. (laughs) I wanted to be like, 
your boyfriend is a forever stranger to my son in my eyes. And I don't care what you say, but I, I, I didn't say it. I just like, okay, well, I'm just giving you advice that was given to me. And, you know, you take it, take what you will from it. But I think as our relationship, you know, in that time we were together, prolonged. Like, once we were together for a little bit longer, I started sharing more stuff that my ex-girlfriend was sharing with me. Because my ex-girlfriend, she has her master's degree in behavioral health. She's a smart girl. So you guys are probably telling me, like, Ernie, what the fuck are you doing breaking up with this girl? I mean, she's hella smart. Hella fucking smart girl. Um, she gave me notes, like, to give to my ex-wife about my kid. And I think, like, as soon as I, as soon as my wife actually read those notes, she's like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Like, she has good, good valid points. I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been trying to tell you. So I think my ex-wife kind of started like, oh, okay, well, maybe she's not a bad person. I'm like, no, 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 fuck off. (laughs) Um, all right. Do you and your ex-wife have an agreement on who you date or introduce to your son? Uh, no, we never did. I I mean, she dated a questionable dude at one point, and I honestly, for, aside from her boyfriend now, like, I think the other guy before him, I don't know how many guys she's dated. She could probably have dated, like, five guys since we divorced. But <laughs> the I think the first guy she dated when we got divorced he was a fucking tool. I didn't know him. Anytime we crossed paths, it's like he looked like a fucking douche. <laughs> and I and I don't and I, I I just kept it to myself. I was like, whatever. But he just looked like the biggest fucking tool. And it made me like laugh. I'm like, oh, that's what you're into now, huh? Okay, whatever. <laughs> but but yeah. Uh we don't have an agreement, you know. I don't I don't see why we would need to have an agreement just don't ever do anything in front of my son. Don't ever, don't ever touch my son unless it's like a high five or something. And yeah, I mean, beat my ex-wife all you want. I don't care. I mean, I'll help you. I'll help you. (laughs) But we can't do it in front of my son. Um, was there a person who your ex-wife dated who you didn't like because of how he is in general? Yeah, that that like I said, that first guy that he just had a demeanor to him that just he he looked like he thought he was king shit. I'm like, dude, like, do you know who you're with? That girl's all cut up. <laughs> like you're not all that, man. <laughs> I feel like such an asshole. I'm talking so much shit about my ex-wife right now. Uh, she'd probably hate me if she heard this episode. Uh, but like, I don't know. It's just my, well, it's just my ego guys. Like that's what, where I go to anytime. Like I want to sit there and talk about my ex-wife and be like, the girl's a walking piece of plastic. <laughs> and I was married to her for nearly 10 years. Uh, she was, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it, guys. I mean, I could go off about how she was beforehand because she was an amazing person at one point. I think it's just her ego got to her for sure. Uh, but yeah, like just that first guy, he was the biggest fucking tool. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say. And the last question, what if you dated this person for one year and 
and is everything you ever dreamed of, but then found out they were trans. Would you stay or go? Ooh, why or why not? First off, buddy, it won't take me a year to find out this person has a dick bigger than me. Big, <laughs> dick bigger than mine. Um, because, you know, I'm a human man, okay? Ladies, you have to understand when you're holding a key, a lifelong key, you're going to want to try out every keyhole to find the love of your life. If you guys had a key and say our assholes were the freaking key holes, you guys would be like all for it. Be like, you'd be like fucking running trains on all the fucking dudes out there. Just saying, ladies, like give us a little grace here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it would not take me a fucking year to find out this person was trans. First off. Second, I think I've said this one time. I think there's only one trans girl I would ever date, and that's Blair White. Because she's smart, she's funny, she's got common sense. She knows, she had, acknowledges gender dysmorphia because that is an actual mental disorder. And, yeah. And I think she's got the full-on transition. She just looks fucking good. I will say, she's smoking hot for being a dude. At one point in her life, she is smoking hot. Um, however, like, if it wasn't Blair White and I found out it was a, <laughs> it was a trans, uh, yeah, I would have to go, man. I would have to go. See, the thing is, I think I'd have to give her an ultimatum, or I'll, I'll say her, to be respectful to the freaking pronoun junkies out there. Um... I'll give her, I would give her an ultimatum. Either I go or we keep hush hush about this whole trans thing and you just pretend like you're a woman. (laughs) Sorry to all the transgender like advocates out there. Like I'm not sitting there saying like, yeah, she could be identified as a woman. That's great. Just in my head, I would know this is a fucking dude. And it's not, it's not to shit on transgender people. I'll fucking hang out with any trans person. I used to hang out with a trans person, actually, with my friend Brandy. That, that girl was the fucking coolest. At first, I was a little, little weirded out because this was, like, back when I was, like, 18 or 19 years old. And I was just like, ugh, because, you know, times were different, you know, nearly 20 years ago. That, that was something you did not see. But this girl ended up being really fucking cool. Her and I were, like, just bullshitting left and right. Like, I just got used to it, I guess. I don't know. She's like, yeah, how's her lifestyle affecting me? It's not. She's a cool person. Just give her that. (sighs) Now I feel like Dave Chappelle, guys. I feel like I'm going to get canceled now because I felt like you guys are going to think I'm a huge transphobe. I'm not. I used, Like I said, I used to hang out with a trans person. So, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to move on. That, that does it for Angel's Corner, you guys. You guys. A- Angel, I love you, dude. I want you to come on the show soon. In fact, I don't know. Maybe touch, t- touch base with me. I think next weekend I'm free. All weekend. I'm not going to have my kid at all. I think he's going to Seattle with his mom. And I don't know. I just want to do a long episode and talk shit with somebody, have a guest on. So this is a call it to anybody, anybody who wants to be on the show. 
Come talk to me. Text me. Email me. Hit me up on my Twitter or my Instagram. Still waiting underscore podcast Instagram. Still podcast Twitter. (laughs) And again, guys, like, share, subscribe. I know I don't do this that often, but like, share, subscribe to this podcast. Please share it. I could use more listeners. I, I'm, I'm grateful to the listeners that listen to this show because, you can, like I said, you can do something way better with your time, but you're listening to me bullshit about nothing for an hour. Um, but yes, hit me up. I'd love to have a guest next week. I have the time. Um, and I would just love to shoot the shit with somebody on my next episode. So let me know. And I will talk to you guys next week. God bless you guys. I love you guys. Get my voice out there. (laughs) See ya.